Welcome to the One Question Podcast, brought to you by Wabi Sabi Studios. I'm your host, Michelle Cox, and I love having unlikely conversations on uncomfortable topics. It's a huge passion of mine, so much so that I wrote a few books a while back that challenge people's notion of living a life unconventionally. This entire podcast stems around one question. If there is one topic you wish society would talk more about, what would it be? I am stoked to say we are back. Welcome to 2023, my lovely listeners out there in podcast land, and welcome to season four. Cannot believe we're in season four. I'm super excited to be here. And have we got some amazing interviews lined up for you this year? I can't wait for you to meet some of our guests coming up, introduce you to some amazing new people, and possibly help you learn something new from those of my guests that you might already know. A little bit of secrecy there, but I'll fill you in a little bit later on. I'd like to first start by genuinely wishing you a wonderful 2023 and an amazing start to a shiny new year. I love this time of year. I hope you've had some time to yourself with your loved ones or even just doing all the things that you love over the past few weeks. It's a pretty special time of year for most. For some people, it's a sad time as well. And like myself, I've lost a lot of people. So it's hard to not think about them through this sort of time too. So I hope you're doing okay. And You've had some time to reflect and maybe shed a few tears, which is all right too through this time, but I'm thinking of you. I was lucky enough to head overseas. I went to New Zealand with my husband, which was a pretty busy time actually. We were away for three weeks, but we jammed so much in. We haven't been able to get there for four years, so it was so lovely to be back and catch up with the family and also a whole bunch of mates that live there. Den is actually a Kiwi originally, so we have lots of friends and family there, which was lovely. We actually literally just flew in last night. It's nice to be back, though. I have missed home. We had yeah, pretty whirlwind trip, actually. We went to Canterbury down south for Christmas. We were in a place called Tamuka, which is my husband's brother's farm and his wife and family and the kids and the grandkids were all there, which is super fun and really, really lovely to sort of, yeah, just be out in farmland for a few days. And we had gorgeous weather there, which is good. Then we flew up to Omaha, which is north of Auckland. We went to Matakana first and then to Omaha for New Year's. That was great as well. We went to an amazing concert, UB40 and Dragon, which was really fun. I haven't been to an outdoor concert like that for a while, so that was cool. And then we were staying on a mate's farm in Matakana, which was lovely. And, you know, really just probably having some quality time with mates, which is special after such a busy year that we've had. So things like long lunches, dinners, reading books, lots of gallery and studio visits, which were cool market stalls, sadly no beach time at all, which the iconic New Zealand summer completely eluded us. We went up north to another place called Langs Beach and that was with another mate who has a fabulous house there. We went to some new golf courses. We went to the amazing Huntavasa Gallery and Museum. So we did a, a fair bit of stuff, but yeah, we had probably... Over half the time we were there, the weather was 
pretty horrendous actually we had like cyclonic weather at some <laughs> stages so that was um yeah not really summer holiday I've got to say <laughs> but anyway we made the most of it as I always try and do you can't do anything about the weather so you've got to kind of adapt and make it work for you which is what we did but I've had three weeks out of the studio which um yeah I've really found I've been missing play and feeling inspired as I've been seeing so many cool things whilst I've been away. It's a really good reminder actually for me and for those that are creatives listening to get out and get away and seek inspiration from other areas and new places. So it's done me well. My little sketchbook is, yeah, got lots of cool stuff in, in that, like me sort of drawing and sketching new things. I've been working on some new designs that I can't wait to get cracking on and get back in the studio, which I am aiming to do today when I finish doing this episode for you. So that'll be fun. I've also taken the time, this sort of time off and away and out of your sort of normal setting to have a really good think about what I want to get out of the year ahead and what I want to do more of, the things I would like to do more and obviously the things also I want to do less of. And if you've been following me for a while, you'll be aware that I've completely transformed my life these last few years, you know, embracing that kind of portfolio career of doing multiple things, all of which I love. And I've been really working hard to not do stuff that I don't enjoy. You know, I meet and chat with so many people in a year and I actually get presented with a lot of really pretty cool and amazing opportunities but I've learned to pass them through a bit of a filter to ensure that I'm doing stuff that makes my heart sing and not doing things sort of out of obligation that might sound great or could be good financially, for example, but end up slowly killing my soul and and not really aligned to the stuff that I truly should be doing or that was kind of in my great wheelhouse or like it's sort of I lose the will to live because I've said yes to something that I knew in my gut I shouldn't have. That takes discipline to do that and I've got better at it over the years. I'm still not perfect but I talked about in my last episode of the year in my 22 of review that I don't do New Year's resolutions. So I took this time this year to really review my year a little bit more in depth than I normally would. You know, we were bunkered down in a actually a really cool shack on a clifftop. At one stage, there was a cyclone <laughs> whirring around us, which was pretty scary. And I woke up one morning, it was 5.40, because I looked at the time and it was an earthquake, which if you've been to New Zealand and know much about it, it is known as the Shaky Isles. So that's not unusual, but it's unusual for us to experience that. So I think it was about 5.8 or something earthquake that morning. Of course, Dennis slept through the whole thing. <laughs> the whole bed felt like turbulence. I was like, Ooh, what's going on here? Anyway, we were bunkered down in this really cool shack on a cliff top and it was the perfect time to take stock. And Dan was reading and doing his own thing. So I had some quite a few hours of me time, which is nice and a good time to kind of reflect on some stuff. So I'm a massive advocate of and huge follower of Tim Ferriss, if you've heard of him. He does lots of exercises and life hacks and things that are pretty cool. And I actually embarked on something that he's been doing every year. I read about it and I thought, oh, I might try that this year. 
And I also did another exercise, which a mate of mine, Tina Tower, does every year as well. So yeah, I did two exercises that I've never done before. Both really amazing, actually really interesting. And I thought I might just share them a little bit with you, share about what the process is like. And if you're looking to sort of evaluate some stuff in your life and maybe take things in a different way this year, or just, yeah, just have the time to do a quick stock take. They don't take long or one doesn't take long. So as I said, the uh, first one was an exercise that's been recommended by and created by Tim Ferriss, who is an amazing podcaster, writer, all round life hacker. I followed him for many years. If you don't know who he is, just look at timferriss.com and you'll find all the different things he does. He's got a massive following and written several books. You know, one of the huge one is the four hour work week. So he really analyzes stuff in life, which I love that way that he's always questioning things. So yeah, I'm a big fan. He does a process that is called the past year review. So his whole thing is don't do resolutions, do a past year review. But basically all you do is grab a notepad and create two columns, one positive and one negative. Go through your calendar from the last year. If you're anything like me, I put everything in my calendar. So this was actually a really easy process to do. You need to look at every week. And for each week, you jot down on the pad any people or activities or commitments that triggered either positive or negative emotions for that month. And you need to just write them in the columns. So for me, it might have been January I went on a beautiful boat, it's called the Zephyr Boat, on the pit water with a whole bunch of mates. So there was like 25 mates. We went on the boat together. We had a beautiful day. It was sunshine. It was lots of fun. We were swimming and drinking champagne and, yeah, it, and just really good connection with lots of gorgeous people. So for me, that was one activity I put in my positive for that month, for, for that week, for example. And then once you've gone through the entire year, as I said, which actually doesn't take long, like surprisingly, you just kind of like jot it all down. Then look at your notepad and ask yourself what 20% of each of the columns, so 20% of the negative and 20% of the positive, produced the most reliable or powerful peaks. So either that's a peak that's kind of negative or positive. And then based on the answers, take your positive, those positive elements and schedule more of them in the new year. And that's pretty much all this exercise is about. It's like work out the top 20% that actually shit that makes your heart sing and um, schedule more of it in. It's really simple. I know that sounds massively simple and it's a lot harder than that, but that's what he's telling you, like that process, you know, and the whole other point that he really talks about is get them in your calendar immediately, book things in with friends and prepay for activities that you loved for events or commitments that you know that really work for you. For me, there was a couple of conferences and different things that I loved. So I've already looked at that and thought, out, okay, how do I need to make that happen again this year? Again, if you know me well, you'll know that I do um, health retreat every year. I've done it for nearly 15 years, getting those dates in the diary and making sure that I've got that sort of self-care element happening as well as for me, it's not just the body, it's the mind cleanse. It's a break from work. It's all those sort of things as well. And then the other step to that is to take your negative leaders, like the elements in your the top 20% of your negative component and create a not to do list literally write a list that has not to do list at the top put them somewhere that you can see them 
each morning for the first few weeks of the year or for when you do this. I mean, if you're listening to this episode and it's later on in the year, still do the exercise. It's worth it. You know, these not to do lists, these are the people and the things, you know, that make you miserable. And sometimes there are people on that list. And if you've heard me talk about this before, about removing toxic people from your life, for example, and being quite disciplined about surrounding yourself with people that make you feel good and people that pump you up, not those kind of people that bring you down or are negative Nellies. And some of those people, unfortunately, are family and you have to decide where to spend your energy in life. It's really important that you make that decision. Don't let others dictate to you in that way. Don't put that stuff in your calendar out of obligation. So that's the process from Tim Ferriss. It is really simple and I found it really worthwhile. So give it a go. And if you do try it, let me know. I'd be interested to hear how you go with that. Now, my uh, second year in review project that I embarked upon was a mini course that is led, created and designed by my dear friend and super course creator and all-round powerhouse, Tina Tower. Tina is probably one of the most highly organized and super planner people I know. Actually, I think planning is her superpower. I must remember to tell her that. Tina goes through a process every year called her Aligned Life Reset. She evaluates eight different areas of her life, things like family, health, finances, friends, mental purpose, time, like evaluating your time and how you use it vocational purpose and spirituality. She does a lot. She literally goes through all those areas and makes you really think about components and, you know, how you're spending it and what you're doing in those kind of categories. And it's a fascinating process. Now I've got to tell you, well, now that I've been doing it myself, as I've heard Tina talk about this process, you know, every year that I've known her, and I always wondered what the heck she does as it really sets her up very well for the year ahead. And she often refers to different elements around, you know, her percentages in those kind of categories and how she aligns her life, et cetera. So for the first time ever, she has shared this process. She's been doing this for over 12 years and uh, decided she'd put it into a course and that anyone can do. So it's about, I don't know, it's like 97, 97 bucks, I think, uh, which is nothing when you get access to this woman's amazing brain. And I'm still actually midway through the course, so I can't kind of give you too much about what I've gone through and stuff yet, but I, all I'm going to say is I'm finding it incredibly worthwhile. So I'm excited to see where it takes me. could be really interesting. If you want to check it out, just go to tinatower.com forward slash life and you'll be able to find the course and the info and stuff there. So yeah, good one to have a look at if you're interested. So there's some tips for you to kickstart 23 with a bang if you're interested, because I've found them both really worthwhile. And if you do end up trying either or both of those processes, let me know how you go. I'd love to hear if you found them worthwhile and what some of your key takeouts were. It'd be fascinating to hear. Shifting gears now uh, to get you excited for the wonderful interviews coming your way. I've got an amazing artist. Yeah, kind of light installation expert. It's probably going to give it away who he is, but he's from the UK and I had a wonderful chat to him. He's pretty awesome. So that episode's coming up. I spoke to a sleep expert, which was super fun and um, you got lots of great tips from her. So that will be a good one to listen to as well. 
I met with a super energetic woman that makes me look quiet, which is saying something. And she teaches us all about her zero fucks movement and why we should be still giving a fuck in things in life, but only on things that are truly important to us. So, you know, such a great episode. And the first interview coming up next week is one with a really awesome guy, Josh Reed Jones, who was fascinating to chat to. He's got an amazing organization that he's created and he is educating us more on impact literacy, which, yeah, again, I didn't even really know what that was about. So it's a um, really cool episode. Make sure you subscribe so that you get every episode that drops every Wednesday. And please share anything that you like and you hear with your mates because, yeah, season four is great. I want to get this out there more and more this year. So I really need your help to do that. As always, I'm so glad you're here. I love bringing these conversations to you and I'm always up for some wonderful suggestions. Many people kind of send me messages about people they think would be great for me to have on the show. So please let me know. Or if there's a topic that you'd love to hear about, then something that I might not have thought of or someone that you heard that might be really cool for me to get on the show. So make sure you hit me up. In the meantime, let me ask you, if there was one thing that you wish society would talk more about, what would it be?